Oh my god. <laughs> Hi girlies. Hi Bria. Hi Jenny. What's up? How's it going? You know what? Things are good. Yeah. Things are looking up. Highly blessed and highly favored. Highly blessed, <laughs> highly favored. I have faith in God and man. I don't. Um, oh, oh. Maybe I will, but not right now. Why not? Your faith is shaken? A little bit. It's been a really rough year. You have had a really rough year. Yeah. Just like very tumultuous. Deaths. Changes. Fired. <laughs> That's what I meant by changes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I got engaged. That's like literally the only good thing. Oh my God. So true. That. Oh my God. That was this year. Yeah. I feel like that was last year we could count it as 2022 because like that was that's literally the only thing it happened in january and then god was like nope oh yeah well here's to the rest of the year looking up i mean you've had a great year i've had a good year quit forged my own path got married major Eloped. changes yep yeah major changes for both of us but you know what things are looking up and we're going to keep going from here. Yeah, 2024, that's my year. <laughs> I'm here for 2024. Every year, some bitch says, the next year is going to be my year. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Every year, someone's like, 2023 is going to be my year. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought that about 2020. Year. <sighs> I was like, 2020 is the year I get engaged. We move in together. I have a new job that I'm making all this It was money. the year that you moved in together, wasn't it? Uh, well, we had been living together for a year. So I was like, okay, we're going to live together for two years. We're oh, gonna get engaged. okay. So 2020 was going to be that second year. I see. And wow. boy, was I and the entire world so wrong. I've been watching the Formula One show on Netflix, and I finally got to the pandemic part. Oh, and it is so weird to see how we were feeling about the pandemic in June 2020. What? It is so weird. Were they racing? They, yes. Yeah, because they're alone. They were trying, like, when it was first coming about, they were all like, this is no big deal. Like, every the NBA had shut down. Like, yeah. everything had shut down, and Formula One was deciding if they were going to shut down. And they were like, no, we're not shutting down. Fuck that. And then at the very first race of the season – a team had an outbreak of COVID and they had to cancel the race. Wow. And then they didn't race for another couple months, I think. The NBA, the MLB, the NHL, and the NFL all saying they're postponing their seasons. Crazy. That's when I knew. Okay. No, I knew when countries started closing their borders. I was like, I've never seen that that happen. that was what it was for you. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd never seen every sporting event but it was crazy because everything they all announced like at the same time as if they were in cohorts together because it was like i got like notifications like boom 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 on my phone really yeah and nico and i were together and we were just like we looked at each other and we're like oh this is this is this is bad that's how we knew and then my god Life hasn't been the same since. I'm telling, like, our lives are split into two parts before COVID and after COVID. It's like, do you watch Marvel movies? No. 
Oh. It's like the <laughs> the snap. Like you wouldn't like in uh, Avengers Affinity War. Can I spoil it for you? Yeah. I think it was Affinity. No, I think it's the movie before Infinity War at the end. Um the edible is kicked in. Um Oh yeah, what speaking of um jenny is off that camino social edible today i did a weekender joint i think it's like the lively energetic one so you know if you're listening to this feel free to light it up and (laughs) laugh with your girlies you're definitely gonna have more fun if you do i think this will make a lot more sense if you partake not that we are peer pressuring but that is you know this is kind of like a high mukbang in a way yeah so feel free to do that if you want to all right well this is too difficult to figure out but anyway the point is is like well it's kind of weird that like marvel foreshadowed what was going to happen in the world because in one of the avengers movies at the end they're like thanos you know he's the bad guy he gets all of his infinity stones and so he basically like erases like half of the population like they disintegrate into nothing and so that took place over four years and then the avengers like destroy him and they set the world back and so everybody who like disintegrated and disappear like come back but like it, they always refer to it as like pre-snap post-snap or whatever oh, wow. it's called i please don't drag me for this like my brain no i get that concept it's like the show manifest did you ever watch that no these people get on a plane and when they're on the flight four years go by and then they get off the flight and they're like oh my god four years when i turns out the plane had been missing for four years but it just felt like a normal plane ride to them but it's like before the plane ride and after the plane ride so much has changed wow like someone got remarried like people moved on with their lives wow it's a movie no it's a show on what um, I think they have the first three seasons on Netflix. Oh. I think it's like a CBS, CW, some oh, shit like that. Oh, okay. But That's it actually is really, really good. But yeah, you know, there's like, you know. You know what's also, after. in my life, there is pre-Britney umbrella incident, shaving <gasps> her head, and post-Britney I could not agree more. That is so true. I feel like her shaving her head and having that moment was like kind of a shift in our innocence it's a shift in my core memory because like britney in my mind as a child is part of so many core memories like i watched her vhs timeout with britney spears which was like wow it was like the first like movie behind the scenes of her being on tour and also, like, her reacting to, like, her SNL or TRL performances and things like I that. I would love to watch that. That's got to be online somewhere. We should find it. I, I, I remember watching it with my best friend uh, as a child. And, like, we were just glued to the TV. Like, oh to the God. little TV with the VHS in it. But, yeah, I mean like i she's so iconic to me she is iconic for sure when i was little i didn't realize how iconic she was yeah but now i get it and i think that is what is leading us to really ask ourselves this week what is really going on with britney spears and specifically what's really going on with her memoir so much 
Okay, so you have you've sort of read it. I I am currently listening to it. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie, I am listening to a bootleg version on YouTube. I will purchase the books to support her in the future, but You're for now, I just needed, I just needed to listen to it ASAP. <laughs> and Spotify hadn't come out with audiobook section yet, so that's where I started. But um, no, I haven't read it. So I am so curious as to what she talks about in the memoir. I've kind of like, I've gotten as far as her joining the Mickey Mouse Club. Like I'm in the very beginning. Wow. So okay. I only know about the childhood. So <clears throat> I would love to know more about like, what are the kind of like the major things that yeah. she's talking about in the book? Well, let me just preface too that like, I, there's definitely like way bigger, more in-depth Britney Spears fans than me like I'm definitely like a big fan but in terms of like knowing a lot of this information before like her childhood but maybe not a lot of people did either it was just really interesting to read and you feel awful for this human Aww. especially at the caliber that she was I mean people I mean she's like my left brain is Britney Spears and my right brain is Beyonce. Like, she, they're just the – they are on the same pedestal for me, especially as a kid. Like, my first CD ever was Destiny's Child. Like, wow. the first one. And then right after that was Britney Spears. Like, you know, her first CD. So, it's sad to see where she has ended up after her, you know, her entire – situation with her father and her family did that start from like did her negative relationship with her parents start way before we saw it with the conservatorship like does she say anything in the book about that yes okay so i have to read some quotes because please do first of all she goes into before she's even born her parents relationship oh yes which is something that a lot of people are not totally talking about and the way that her parents met, I believe, if I remember correctly, was, like, her dad hit on her mom, and her mom was, like, not that into it, and then eventually, like, just, like, gave in to him. Oh, my God. Um, Tale as old as time. Yeah. And um, he had, like, a drinking problem then, and I want to say he, like, he had already gone through some like stressful times in his relationship or like wasn't in his the life. mom also drinking a lot during that time like not i remember then. but not I, in the book there was some story in the book when, when i was listening where she said that her mom was drunk and she was like 10 years old and drove them home that's after this after her parents get together her mom starts right, to yeah, drink when a, her when she becomes famous oh okay i thought it was yes. when she was a kid okay because that's the story that well, I remember. Well, she's famous at 10. Oh, my God. True. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, when she was a that baby. Crazy. No. Her family was, she describes her family as being, like, pretty functional, pretty good until, like, her her sister is born, mm. which is hilarious. And, but on, her brother had, like, a really horrible accident as a kid. And that also, like, derailed her childhood. But she talks about how her parents are so problematic, but then she says, raising kids in the South used to be more about respecting your parents and keeping your mouth shut. Oh. In parentheses, today, the rules have reversed. It's more about respecting the kids, which, like, there's no shade, really, to the kids in this book, 
and she talks about how she wants them back and how she does so much to like see them but this line right here just makes me think how they like have recently gotten into arguments and how she's called them so disrespectful and things like that that like there's just like subtle sprinkles of shadiness do you remember when her son went live on instagram or whatever and she was in the background like you don't respect me like blah 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 yeah that's what i mean i think I mean, I think those kids have had just a really hard life in the spotlight and try to not be in it. And I think, especially from this book, Kevin Federline is the most manipulative. Please tell me, like, everything. I don't know anything about Kevin Federline. Nothing? Not really. Not about, like, his toxicity. Okay. So, people literally have even said, like, Justin Timberlake is toxic, and we'll get into that. But Kevin Federline is, like, evil. He is so manipulative. What did he do? Like, give me an example. And, again, like, we don't have his side of the story in here. So I always know there's two sides of the story. But there's actually three sides. Brittany's side, Kevin's side, and the truth. Oh, say so there you go. Uh, let me try to get to his section. But, um, yeah, here. Per- perfect quote that I found. And I'll, we'll talk about it. But... Like, I think he saw her and he saw money. I don't really oh, think absolutely. he was into her at all. And I never liked him. I watched their show on UPN, the, like, reality show where she documented everything. And she is just so in love with him. But I also think he is not technically, but, like, he is her rebound from Justin Timberlake oh okay because everyone is like what are you doing like what are you seeing in this man who's a backup dancer who she also didn't know got his girlfriend pregnant at the time and then this girlfriend is pregnant and he starts dating publicly dating britney spears can you that is like a 2000s version of tristan thompson it's almost like worse because i feel like tristan thompson is remorseful for his actions even though they're really horrible i don't think kevin fetterline was remorseful at all really yes and i also think that i my conspiracy theory is that again using britney as his paycheck he was just he put his baby mama to the side but i also know that there were rumors that they had gotten back together at some point. Yeah. So oh, just disgusting. Like despicable. It's it's psychotic. But I think he is evil because he would play with her and mess her mind up. Like being like, you have to come see the kids right now. You only have one hour. <gasps> and then she would show up and they would be gone and there would be paparazzi there. What? He is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, that's despicable. And I feel like his parents or her parents and him, like, they were all in on it together. I feel like they may have paid him and been like, we need you to do this. That's my conspiracy theory. Are you saying that, for example, picking up the kids and having the paparazzi show up, Kevin Federline and her parents were conspiring 
to put her in a situation where she was disappointed and sad and like hurt yep. and have the paparazzi there to capture it to further the narrative that she was mentally unstable. Yeah. And then there's one time where she talks about in the book how she gets time with her boys and how she, he like messed up the t- the amount of time he had or she had with them because of what he did. And so then she's like holding her boys in the bathroom and they the SWAT team comes in to break it up. Just like, it's so traumatic. Let me read you oh this quote. Oh my gosh. Um, because this is how much she loved her children. My freedom in exchange for naps with my children. It was a trade I was willing to make. There is nothing I love more. Nothing more important to me on this earth than my children. I lay my life for them. So I thought, why not my freedom? This is why she agrees to the conservatorship. Because she wants to see her kids. And so everybody else benefits from that, including Kevin Federline. Hold on. They were basically setting her up and saying, you have to get under this conservatorship or you are done seeing them. You're done seeing your kids unless you let us do this. Oh, my God. That is truly heartbreaking. It makes you want to cry. It really does. Because I know you don't ever want to have kids, but I know you can imagine. Like, thinking about you have these baby boys who are Mm -hmm. very close in age. They're babies. And you're their mother. And you are not allowed to see them at all. And you really haven't done anything wrong. Right. And you're not you're not a criminal like you. They're not in danger when they're with you. She didn't even hold a baby over a balcony. (laughs) And she can't go see them. She did have her baby on her lap driving. Oh, my God. That's that's a southern thing. She's trying to get away from the paparazzi. That's a southern thing as well, I think. Oh, to not put your is. baby in the car seat. Yeah. Because on her, on think your of, lap? yeah, think oh. about like she, she grew up in the middle of too. fucking nowhere in Louisiana. She's used to driving a car when she's eight and just like taking her little sister down to the country store and shit. Like, yeah, I not It's not an excuse, but I feel like that's part of it. Probably. She was probably. like, whatever. I'm probably just I'm just going down the road. Well, y- yeah, it's not. You shouldn't do that, though. No, absolutely not. But he is just disgusting, and he's still benefiting How? from her. I think he gets child support because both of them are not 18 yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know, another thing people didn't really elaborate on too much, I did see it on TikTok, was how Justin Bieber – or Justin Bieber. Oh, my God. Here we go. Justin Timberlake <laughs> – we're about to start not making sense, y'all. <laughs> walk with us here. Stay with us. We are walk. We're crawling right now. <laughs> um, how Justin Timberlake split? Spl- how would you say it? You say what? It. I don't know what you're trying oh, to say. How he like spoken? Um, oh, he spoke in a black scent. Yeah, black scent. Yeah, we need to talk. Let's just talk about Justin Timberlake right now because this man is a menace to society and needs to be stopped. So one of the main things that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about is the abortion that he made her get. So I feel like that's already been talked about. But like, what else does she say about their relationship that is just extremely fucked up? Well, 
I have to read this quote. Okay. This is how she literally said, this is, my mouth went like this (gasps) when I read this part about in sync. Let me get to the beginning. She goes, because so she knew Justin Timberlake from the Mickey Mouse Club. Right. Right. They're little. And then they like reconnect. He joins in sync and then they have this like bond from the Mickey Mouse Club. And they start, to, they go on tour together. And I remember that tour. And she's What said, an iconic tour. Iconic. That the fact that they tour together is just amazing. But she goes, um, you couldn't explain the way we were together. It was weird. To be honest, how we were in love. His band, sync was what people back then called So Pimp. And my mom, I was like, this is not where I thought this was going to go. So pimp. And I'm like, so pimp. I don't remember this, but like, let's let me read. That, we got to bring that phrase back. Continue. No, we don't. I don't. So pimp. Uh, they were white boys, but they loved hip hop. And I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> to me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very cons- uh, consciously to position themselves as a white group the backstreet boys i agree with that okay and then no one in the backstreet boys well, had box well braids. we'll get into it we'll okay. get into it then nsync hung out with black artists mm, okay <laughs> sometimes i thought they tried too hard to fit in one day jay and i were in new york going to parts of town i'd never been to before walking our way was a guy with a huge huge blinged out medallion he was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Go Oh, on. yeah, Foches, Foches, genuine. What's up, homie? Wait. I would pass out. After genuine, the singer, yes, walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh, yeah, Foches, Foches, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. <laughs> he just looked at her and was like, okay, fuck you, Fee. <laughs> and that was the trip where he got his first big necklace, a big T for Timberlake. There's a lot to unpack there. There's there a lot a to lot. unpack. Yes. We can talk about the Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. Let's start there. Okay. There was no one in the Backstreet Boys with box braids. They didn't have anyone. Who else? Who was in the Backstreet Boys? Brian, Nick. Kevin. Kevin. Brian, Nick, Kevin, um, AJ. Howie. 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 Okay, so looking at them, I mean, they look a little. Let me tell you something. They are tried and true. As a child, so born in 1992, I love the Backstreet Boys, but NSYNC was like, they have flavor. It. It's like being a Jonas Brothers fan, but you're like like five years old, and then One Direction comes out, and you're like, ooh, I'm a part of this. Like Backstreet oh. Boys had kind of already like did its thing, and I was like coming into it, whereas NSYNC, Bri- Britney, Christina, it's like oh, the holy really? trinity. They didn't like line up timeline-wise. No, Backstreet Boys, do you not know this? I was born in 94. I'm young, Oops. so. Backstreet Boys was started like 
1995, I want to say. 93. 93. So that's very, see, like, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. In Sync was 95. Okay. That was like, that's basically, that's around the same time. But there's a, that's a big difference in that little of an age because they're in their prime in 97 and I'm five years old looking at the TV like, you know. Oh my God. Whereas like Backstreet Boys, they're two years older. So it's literally like the generation right before mine, like people who are two, three years older than me. That Backstreet Boys is like that makes everything. sense actually because I feel like the age group that the demographic that you see getting hyped up for the Backstreet Boys reunion tour was very much older. A little than bit us. older. Yeah, I, I'm A excited, but you know, like Instinct was my everything. Now looking back, I'm like, I see who is the better group. <laughs> I think Instinct was the better group. No. no, I I'm a diehard Instinct fan. But, like, talent-wise, I think that oh. Back- Backstreet Boys is more well-rounded and not as problematic. I think that NSYNC had more flavor. Their music was very flavorful, and Backstreet Boys was very Wonder Bread, Sandwich, Ham and Cheese. I think the opposite. Really? I feel like NSYNC was more constructed for the masses, while Backstreet Boys has more a little bit of flavor. You got to dig into those songs. Maybe I do. Dig into the songs. Because the Backstreet Boys songs that I know are just very, it's larger than life. It's like, it's very. You know very... what my favorite song is? Hmm. The Call. I don't think I even know that one. How does it go? And then it goes into, let me tell you about the story that taught my, or let me tell you about the call that changed my destiny. We were hanging out just to end of a misery. Was it? Da, 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 oh, da, no. Da. I've never heard that one. And then it's like, I got to. Oh, wait. Got to go. I should have said no. Someone's waiting for me. But I got to go. Uh, eh, there. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't heard that one. Um, That's like me going my favorite song okay. from them. But anyway. But yeah, I, I think of I them differently, like on yeah. a different, they, they, they were the same genre, but they kind of weren't. They did things a little differently. See, but like looking back and hearing what she had to say about them, like I think about, I think it's the pop video. One of the videos where Nerdy they're pop. like neon out, baggy, baggy yes. clothes. They have like their like ski yes. sunglasses on. The spiked hair, the yes. frosted tips, you know, the box braids. The and you box think braids about it everything. And you're like, what the fuck is this strategy? They were going, they were, they were eating, honestly. But everybody ate it. I certainly did. And the boys ate it too. That's what's yes. also crazy. The boys were not into Backstreet Boys, but sync, I think they saw yes. them and they're like, well, if that guy can be with that girl. Like Justin and Brittany. Also, they just were, from my perspective, they just seemed cooler. Maybe it's because they were younger. Maybe they're appropriating culture. Maybe, but it worked. Like I, <laughs> Chris Kirkpatrick was my man. I liked the box. I thought that he was like indigenous or something. That what is that man? Is he white? <laughs> yes, he's they're white. All white. Literally, they're all white. He's white. 
white ethnicity. Not white. He's white. Very white. Girl, he's from Pennsylvania. He's Amish. He had listen to listen to his siblings' names. No hate, but I'm just saying like he's very white. Molly, Kate, Emily, and Taylor. His mom's name was Beverly. Oh wow. Yeah. That see they they misrepresented themselves to be more ethnic, I guess, than they actually were. I'm not the only person who thought that Chris Kirkpatrick was a man of color. I'm not. I'm not I know I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not. I ended up on Chris Jeez. Kirkpatrick um TikTok and the black women now, we are all looking back and being like, We were down. We didn't know wow. that he was white. Yeah. Wow. Box braided out. See, because I think the man who doesn't get as much love as he should is JC Chazé. I feel like he gets love. And like he could have, he, I mean, Chazé, what is that last name? French? But like he could have been Latino. I don't know. Girl, this, there's no way this man is, you would think that he was Latino. But see, like, they're all kind of, like, pushing that appropriation boundary. And J.C. Chazé is the most suave one of them all. Like, right after Justin is him. But then if you really take a closer look, you're like, oh, you are the hottest and you are the best. You oh, know? for sure. Justin Timberlake in NSYNC was like Beyonce in Destiny's Child. Definitely. But I he think was like the if main it guy. wasn't for Britney... Maybe this world would be completely different because I really think that because they were together and everybody rooted from them for them and wanted them to have sex and wanted them to get married. Oh my god! Everybody wanted her to lose her virginity to Justin yeah. Timberlake, and did she did right? And she sure did. Well, wow. No, I don't think she did actually. She had sex before him with someone in high school. <gasps> yeah. But everybody thought that they lost their virginities together and they thought that was so cute. He may have lost his to hers. No Um, way. Justin Timberlake. That man was a menace in the high school halls. But he again gives me that. He gives me that like pick me energy of like you were like maybe not that. Well, no, we saw what that Mark Zuckerberg energy. It's just like. (laughs) Oh, now I feel like he might have been a little insecure as a kid with his curly hair. I know. I mean, he ha- he has like an afro. Oh, naturally. yeah. It might have been a little insecure. May have not been the cutest kid in the school. Becomes famous, goes on the Mickey Mouse Club and then just skyrockets afterwards and then dates the hottest person on the face of the earth. Not like, only the hottest person, the biggest star. The biggest star, the girl that every guy had a poster of. Like, I was talking about this with Nico. He had a poster of Britney Spears. Epic. Like, he was like, she was my crush, for sure. And I'm like, everybody. Everybody. Even yeah. girls, too. You know, like, I'm sure, like, that's probably one of my first crushes. If you think about it in that Britney, way, like yeah. you're just so obsessed with her. But I don't think if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't be who he was. I don't think he would have been the most popular one. If it wasn't for her, we wouldn't even have Crimea River. Mm, and that is problematic. It's, Can you t- well, does she so, talk about that? Yes. Okay. Okay. So so we talk about how he is a an appropriator. Mm. And then 
they have sex and they get pregnant and that's when it goes downhill because i think she wants to keep the baby and his she team is telling him absolutely not no 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 that will ruin your career da, 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 da. so um you know even before they get pregnant too there's some cheating that happens and you're like mm, of course wait of course. what happened with the cheating he was cheating on her with who with anybody <gasps> and he there's a quote where um she says there were a couple times during our relationship when i knew he had cheated on me and I, i'm a gasp especially because i knew he was so infatuated and so in love i let it go or because she was so infatuated and so in love even though the tabloids were deemed to seem to determine to rub it in my face Sorry, we're getting a little off the tracks here. <laughs> okay. Uh, when InSync went into London in 2000, uh, pho- photographers caught him with one of the girls from All Saints, which is a luxury clothing brand, in a car. Oh, wow. But I never said anything. And at the time, we'd only been together for a year. Another time, we were in Vegas, and one of my dancers who had been hanging out with him told me he gestured towards a girl and said, yeah, man, I hit that last night. I don't want, I don't know what to say, or I, I don't want to say who he was talking about because she's actually very popular and she's married with kids now. I don't want her to feel bad. Wait, what was the hint that she gave as to who this woman was? She is very popular. No, what did she say when he first looked at her? I hit that last night. That's, that's all? What did like? How did she introduce that the girl? She just said he looked at a girl. One and said, of my dancers who had been hanging out with him told me he gestured to a girl. Oh, and they were in Vegas. So think about someone because I was trying to do this too, and you're better at this than me. Think about someone at that time who would have been around, who maybe was a model, or maybe not as big. What time was that? Nineteen. That's after their first year of dating. So, like, 96? Let me look. Or after 2000? They they started dating in 1999. Okay, so it's probably, like, 2001. So, 2000, 2001, 2000s, or, like, early 2000s of models, who is very popular right now and, and married, married with, with kids. kids. Ooh, Giselle Bundchen. She's not married now, but maybe she was when she wrote that. Is she very popular, though? I think I would say so. She's one of the most popular models from the 2000s. That was like Victoria's Secret model time. Yeah. Heidi Klum. Like who else would have been in Vegas at that time? Because if you're in Vegas and you're a celebrity, you're probably there because you're there for a performance or like a modeling gig. Yeah, I don't I have no idea who that could be, but he's a piece of shit. I get it. Let okay. us know who you think that yes. might be but anyway so then he's cheating on her and then they get pregnant and she said that uh well everybody's talked about how horrible that was because i don't know if you heard this too like she gets the abortion and she's in excruciating pain on the bathroom floor like crying and 
at one point he thinks, oh, let me play my guitar for her. Stop. Did you hear that? No. Oh, my God, Bria. Like, stop. He literally sits down and serenades her on the floor. Like, if that was me, I would have been like, get the fuck away from me. All that I do is not enough for you. Like giving bad Kennergy. It's not it is Kennergy. giving Kennergy. It's not though. Well, it, it is. is, but it not in a good like, way. A guy forcing you to listen to him play guitar, especially when you're in excruciating pain. Narcissist. Narcissist, Narcissist vibes. Like, oh, I'm gonna help. So she goes, I kept crying and sobbing until it was all over. It took hours and I don't remember how it ended, but I do twenty years later remember the pain and the fear. After that, I was messed up for a while, especially because I still did love Justin so much. It was insane how much I loved him. And for me, it was unfortunate. I should have seen the breakup coming, but I didn't because he breaks up with her after they abort their child together. And she goes back home to Kentwood, Louisiana. And he basically, before that, I believe he texts her and breaks up with her i think he did that i heard that i think that's what happened yeah then this is what made me be like jesus he she says justin flew out to louisiana to visit me after they had broken up he bought me or he brought me a long letter he'd written and framed i still have it under my bed (laughs) and at the end it said it makes me want to cry to think about i can't breathe without you those are the last words in it reading it i thought damn he's a good writer because that was exactly how i felt it almost felt like i was suffocating like i couldn't breathe after all of that had happened the thing is though even though or even after I saw him and read the letter, I didn't come out of the trance. He did all that. He came there to see me, and I still couldn't talk to him or anybody. He, she couldn't talk to him, or she, she just couldn't like talk to was in like she was just in disbelief and like depression, honestly. Wow. And who, in their right mind, writes a letter and then thinks? I need to frame this for them. She's going to want these words framed. 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 Despicable. Absolutely despicable Why? human being. Because he thinks Why? that, like, this is going to be a core memory for her that she's going to want it. She's going to want to hang that in her home. It's psychotic. It's it's borderline serial killer tendencies. <laughs> Truly. It's, it's narcissism. It's just pure That's narcissism. That's what they are. Yeah. Like, it's bizarre it's britney it's bizarre she has been through so much it's just very it's devastating and then he puts out the album and justified cry me a river comes out like you're a cheating son of a bitch accuse her Uh, of doing what you did and she does admit she cheated on him one time did you watch the michael jackson Thing on hbo and neverland N- no okay so one of the guys who's on that uh, talks about michael jackson was her choreographer and she that's the one guy she oh well that was kissed it. in oh. on a dance floor <gasps> and that was her one cheat now did he find out about that and that's what cry me a river was about or is he just making up shit 
I don't know if he ever did find out about it, but then she talks about in the book too how like she thinks that he breaks up with her because he's working on this album about breakups. Honestly, I would believe it because he has no feelings. It's like, how can I just change my life to further my career? Sick. It's foul. Absolutely, absolutely foul. So where is she like at the end of the book? Like, where is she now? How is she doing? Obviously, she's out of her conservatorship. Well, that's the other thing that I wish was talked about. But I feel like this book was written and published before her latest divorce happened. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the book, she is out of her she's freed from her conservatorship thank god um and how she goes to on vacation to her two favorite places maui and cancun um she has a new puppy and she's with her husband at the time and she's just reflecting on how like she can't trust anybody yeah but how she is someone who is strong and confident and like a woman and she talks about how she had big dreams as a little girl and she knew she could make her dreams come true and she didn't always know that she had the power to make the world look at her the way that she wanted to like that's another thing she talks about is just she was just such like a pleaser Mm -hmm. which is interesting to think about like she's a diva Right? Like, no, she ain't no, she ain't no no diva. diva. I really don't consider her a diva because I feel like I've always been able to pick up on her being a people pleaser. And a diva is inherently not a people pleaser. Because she talks about, I think, Jennifer Lopez in the book and how she like watches her and she just says like no to stuff. Mm -hmm. Just says no. Jennifer Lopez is a diva. Yeah. She has that. Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Beyonce. Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Cardi, Cardi, Taylor Swift, not a diva. Mm. Borderline diva territory, but not there yet. In my eyes, from what I know. You think she's a people pleaser? I think she's getting out of the people pleasing phase. I would say like after, yeah, like that was her getting out of her people pleaser moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how she ends it. I would love a part two. Oh, my God. Yes. Brittany, give us a part two. We love you. We support you. God bless. And I hope that you, like, reconnect with your children. Because I think that's the saddest part of it all. That is is sad. They're, like, pretty much almost adults, if not. I think one is, like, 18 and one is 17. Or one is 18 and one is 16. Which is sad. It's like she was, that like, truly sad. in jail for their entire lives. And, like, you know, that's all she really has is them. She doesn't have her family. She she has very few friends, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> very few people she can trust. Yeah. I would love to have, like, a documentary that's, like, the woman in me with her. Yes. And she's really getting into it. You think you know, but you have no idea. This is the diary of Britney Spears. And then the album comes out and the reunion tour comes out and we're ready to go. Exactly. The idea that I want us to ponder on this week. Do you think that there will ever be another pop star like Britney Spears to that level in that genre in that way? Right. Because obviously Beyonce is you think of Beyonce, Lady Gaga, all these people that are like on that level of fame. 
but anyone on the level of that specific type of iconicness? I don't think so. I don't think it's possible. And then I'll tell you why. Because social media Mm -hmm. and there's so much saturation now. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think that there was no one. She was like, she hit all the right points in her career. She had a majorly popular, famous boyfriend who she could travel with. So, like, from a marketing strategy standpoint, you package them together, there's nothing stopping you. You're, like, you're the most powerful couple in the world. They wore freaking jeans to the VMAs. Iconic. it's, It's, like, the most iconic couple costume, period. You know, you're you're a Mickey Mouse uh, club member and, like, you're a child prodigy, amazing voice, amazing dancer, pretty good actress, like... Yeah, beautiful, like, absolutely stunning, the perfect yeah. ideal of beauty. Yes. Like, you just check, 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 check all these boxes... Yeah, I I completely agree. I think the next Britney Spears is going to be someone who just completely reinvents the pop space as we know it. And they're not the next Britney Spears. They're their own. The other thing, too, and I think a lot of people talk about this, too, like, you know, your attention span on media is so stretched between social media, TV, streaming Mm -hmm. that like gone are the days truly of trl and this is something else that they talk about in here in the documentary where like everyone at three o'clock or four o'clock is tuning in to watch trl which she was the queen of yes so it's just reinforcing that image where now there isn't like one place where everybody like tunes in to their pop stars right and there's not like a single voice that's telling you who to care about there's just so many people that you can be a fan of nowadays. Yeah. The Which competition is a good thing. It is, it is a good thing. I do feel nostalgic about the TRL, yeah. VH1 days, but I'm glad we have such easy access to like new artists and new people and just listening to whatever we want, watching whatever you want, yeah. following whoever we want, and we get that really deep inside look into their lives because we're seeing their Instagram stories and their TikToks and all that. So I think Billie Eilish could be the next like reinventor. Yes. Because she is different, but she is familiar. Does that make sense? How did how does she feel familiar? Because I think her first album, the way it was produced the, where she comes from, her parents, like, and her documentary, like, she made that album, which is a banger, no skips album, in her parent and her brother's room. Right. They recorded a multi platinum album in her brother's room in Silver Lake. And she was a teenager. Right. Is she even 20 yet? Is yeah, she 21? I think she's. She's either 20 or 21 now, which is kind of crazy. She's like a literal teenager. And I hadn't even heard of her until I saw like a clip on TikTok or something of one of her concerts. And I was like, this this is like a stadium. And she is a woman. Like she has curves. 
And she doesn't, she covers her body. Which is very Gen Z of She's her. very like baggy clothes cover, which is very, yeah, it's very like interesting. She's a, it's like anti-Britney almost. That's exactly why I think she is. Exactly. Yeah. So she is blonde hair, blue eyed, big breasted, nice ass <laughs> woman, which we can talk about because she's 20, but she <laughs> dyes her hair black and green and wears baggy clothes and is into Justin Bieber and Tyler, the creator. Like she yeah. is so relatable for that age. Very true. Yeah. That I think that they, that is their Brittany. She's wow, the anti Oh, That's wild. That's an interesting one to leave you guys to ponder with. Honestly, yeah. let us know if you guys agree. I can kind of see that actually. Now that when you first said it, I was like, absolutely not. But now that you explained it, I'm like, actually, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Damn. Shall we close out with our quote? I think we can say this one together. Okay. Ready? Yes. One, Let's back up. Two, three. Leave Brittany alone. Leave her alone. Leave Brittany alone. And All with right. that, bye, bye girlies. girlies.